The Fake Show podcast is brought to you by the law firm of Hutchison and Stefan, the Tone Factory recording studios in Las Vegas, the Craft House Brewery, Moonshot.com, Mr. Antenna, and Banger Brewing in downtown Las Vegas. It's The Fake Show with Jim Tofty. Actress Leah Remini is just one of my favorite people and has been for years. She hosted The Talk, competed on Dancing with the Stars. She's done a ton of TV and film work, but probably best known still to this day as Carrie Heffernan on The King of Queens and most recently on Kevin James' series Kevin Can Wait. Most of the attention lately, though, has been on her docu-series on Scientology. I've got Leah Remini on the line right now. Leah, how are you? It's great to talk to you again. We used to have you on our morning. Me too. Used to have on our morning show all the time. Uh, you were our favorite guest, that's for sure. Oh, that's awesome! Thank you. <laughs> I love that. I have to congratulate you on Scientology in the aftermath. I it was must see TV, and in a way, it must have been difficult for you to look and and hear these stories of the other people who got out like yourself. You could see it on your face. Yes. It was, you know, and it still is very difficult, you know, and I had no idea what what went on for people inside. Um, I only, because you don't know a lot of times that you're, when you're in a cult like this or in an abusive relationship that you are, in fact, being abused. Um, and to hear stories of people who've been in for so long, even Mike Rinder's story of being beaten and how former, you know, how former senior executives were speaking out, but also what was happening to them after when they went on Anderson Cooper and told their stories of the abuse that was going on at one of the facilities. And Scientology's response to it was even more shocking. Um, and now uh, finding out what is happening to, to people who are speaking out, um, who've been sexually abused as children in Scientology, and again, the response from Scientology is just vile. Um, but they have policies in place that mandate that they destroy people who are speaking out. And that's exactly what they're attempting to do. The fight, just so you know, yeah, will continue until something's done about it. I will not give up. Mike will not give up. And our brave contributors and people who are doing the work are not giving up. I know that you did a so-called final episode, but is that is that it? Is that definitely the end, or will there possibly... The work that we have to do does not... Uh, the work that we've been doing is not always filmed. Right. Um, and so we continue to do the work off-camera, regardless um, of, of what you're seeing. And just know that there's there's stuff coming... Um, and we'll, like I said, we don't give up, whether it's, it's on A&E or not, or somewhere else we still continue we're still continuing the work when you exited the group how important was it that your friend jennifer lopez was there for you well you know her her dad is a scientologist um and has been a scientologist for a long time so the policy uh would demand that her father uh tell her to disconnect from me that is the policy or for her father to disconnect from him and uh, interesting that Scientology finds w- uh, <laughs> uh, allow makes allowances for celebrity, but not for a mother uh, in Florida who right. um, is disconnected from her children, or her children are being told that they must disconnect from their own mother or their own daughter or son. 
And so, again, it just shows the hypocrisy of, of Scientology. It's That's just the, the tip of the iceberg. But, look, at the end of the day, whether it was, uh, you know, Jen or friends that I've had for 35 years in Scientology, it's painful, but, you know, I'm learning that's not a friend. And so to find out that she, in fact, is and remains to be a friend and would not disconnect from me even if she was asked, um, yeah, it meant a lot because at the time I, was, I lost all my friends in one, in one day. Have you two ever worked together? Yeah, we did a movie called Second Act. For some reason, I have it in my head that you, that you and Jennifer should do a cop movie. Where you guys yeah, are pals. Yeah, I would love to cop. do a cop movie. I think that's a great right? idea. I would love to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be great. Will you be there at the Super Bowl watching her? Uh, I don't know. I, I, you know, that's a that's a trip. That's where is that? Miami? Not sure. Oh, is that? I don't know nothing about. I know nothing about sports. Is that not <laughs> I, I, I literally know nothing. My husband. No, it, You're the worst it, person to sit and watch sports with. Like, why is he not moving forward? I don't know why he's not moving forward. Why is he not moving forward? It's determined. That's that's for sure. Yeah, where it'll yeah. be, but <laughs> they haven't decided yet. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I would love to go <laughs> if I could go. Yes. Right. So, how much are you looking forward to judging on Dancing with the Stars as opposed to performing? Uh, like night and day. Like the performing <laughs> was that something that I. You know, because I was not a dancer, you know, so, you know, it's like after you dance and you work all week and you're, you know, you're going to the doctor for pain shots because your hip hurts, your neck hurts, your arm hurts, your finger hurts, and uh, you, know, you get up there and you get like, yeah, not great. You're like, what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> did you see me dance? I just danced in front of people. Um, you know, so for people who are non-dancers, you know, it's daunting it's such a daunting experience so i'm really there as as a as a cheerleader for the for the dancers and for the pros and and maybe to give the judges a little crap but other than that so excited i think they do an amazing job they've done an amazing job for 28 seasons but you know like right they're such good sports because they get booed <laughs> and, and, and i adore them like you know i've been there since my season my i was in season 17 and you know i'm always there and so are former contestants we're always there behind the scenes watching the show and you know i think they're finally like all right let's give remini something to do because she's here annoying us all the time and i'm also always <laughs> trying to talk them into doing a revenge season because uh, i've been i felt like i was robbed but uh you know so i'm just happy to be there as as most people who've done the show know like you're just always there and you just it's such an amazing experience to be there you become so close with the cast and the crew and uh, it's hard to walk away. So I'm just glad to, to continue to be part of the family and be, and hopefully give people, uh, you know, a compliment because I know how hard it is to do. Leah, do you remember the day that you got the role on King of Queens and, and what a great chemistry that you had with uh, Kevin James? Yes, it was amazing. I remember it like it was yesterday. You know, I went in and I met with Kevin and I couldn't stop laughing. I was crying laughing. He was making fun of me, and I was like, I couldn't <laughs> imagine. And, you know, I got to uh, uh, do an, a season of his new show, Kevin Can Wait. Right. Um, and I can tell, like, I was literally crying every day. Like, I'm just so happy to be with you, you know. And he was like, all right, all right, calm down. Um, and I just, I just love working with him. He's one of the rare people in this industry that really just loves what he does and he doesn't take it too seriously and if it's meant to be it's meant to be if it isn't it isn't and he doesn't play the game he doesn't play 
you know, the kiss-ass political game, and he's very much about his family and his religion and just making people laugh. And uh, I, I admire I admire him so very much, and I would work with Kevin on anything, anywhere. You probably will, I would think, you know, because he seems to really love doing TV. Yes, and because he, he's so funny. He loves to stand-up. He loves... You know, he takes his family everywhere. He does movies. He takes his family. Like, he's just, Kevin just loves to work. And he, like I said, he loves his family. And he's, uh, he's just an amazing human being. And so is his family. And um, like I said, I'd do anything with Kevin. Anything. And by the way, before I let you go, I'm sure you're aware of the fact that they're doing a reboot of Saved by the Bell, which you were on yeah, for. Yeah, they haven't asked bit. me, but look, if they wanted me, I'd be happy to do it. Yeah. <laughs> would, you would, you would, because there, there are regular cast members who are coming back for it. Yeah, that would be amazing. That would be So I would love it. That was an, a great experience for me. And uh I, I think they're all great and amazing, and uh, yes, I'd love to if they wanted me. What if they said, though, that you would be marrying Screech on the first episode? Sure. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can't take things too seriously, you know? I mean, right, like right. fun, right? Yeah, yeah. Leah, it, it's always great talking to you and, and uh, judging right. on Dancing with the Stars coming up, and just good luck on everything going forward. Oh, you're you're right. one of my favorites. Great talking oh, to you. sweetheart. Thank you so much. You too. Thank you. Right. Bye-bye. Bye. And wouldn't it be great to see her on the Saved by the Bell reboot, and I'm throwing it out there that she would be great as Mrs. Screech. That is, if he's out of jail. Well, that does it for this edition of The Fake Show. I'm Jim Tofty, and I'll see you back here next time. Take The Fake Show on the road by listening on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and thefakeshow.com.